the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome once again to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. And here he is, our financial and retirement expert in studio, looking nice and clean cut today. Larry Rosenthal, how are you, sir? Good morning. Good morning, Chris, as opposed to other days. Huh? <laughs> well, you know, clean cut. It, it's, you look good with the haircut. It looks good on you. All right, there we go. And we're going we're gonna to harass you, I guess. I guess we should yep. not do that. Yep. You know, we, we do get paid, so we should probably be nice to you, right? <laughs> It's all good. It's nice all to good. the boss. Well, good morning, Chris, and how are you today? Uh, doing well, sir. Welcome aboard. Love to see you today. What's going on? Boy, lots to talk about, Chris. Lots to talk about. You talk about, you know, we'll, we'll keep it in the Olympic theme. Uh, I guess we'll just, you know, use the Olympics since they're right around the corner here. Uh, you know, the balance beam and stuff like that, walking that tight line, right, staying mm-hmm. within the lines mm-hmm. in, the, in the track meets and on the gymnastics floor and the balance beam and all that kind of stuff. Boy, that's got a lot to do with the central banks around the world right now. ECB, the Fed, Japan, the whole nine yards. You know, we're, we're going to be talking a lot about the central banks this morning in our economic breakdown of the markets and the economy. But I'd first like to continue to welcome our longtime listeners on WAVA, D.C. and Baltimore area, as well as our listeners across the nation, border to border, coast to coast, as Bob was talking about this morning mm-hmm. on uh, Family Talk uh, Sirius XM Channel 131. It is about, this past week has has been about the Fed, the European Central Bank as well. What's going on in the markets? You know, this past week, one of the the key indicators of, of economic expansion, of contraction, of things of that nature has always been the 10-year note. You know, what's going on with the 10-year note? And we, we saw the 10-year bond coming out of the, the COVID recession, probably this time last year, about a half a percentage point. And it's pushed its way all the way up to about 1.6, 1.7% over the last 12 months. And now it's back down to 1.2, 1.3. And this past week, the, 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 the rate on the 10-year Treasury has plunged. It's gone up. It's gone down. But basically, they, they're calling it a plunge this week. Why? Why is that? And there's lots of different narratives that are sort of emerging as to, as to this, but real no consensus over what's making this, the, the 10-year bond move up and down the way it has so much this past week. 
you know, some of some people are saying, well, it's the it's the spread of the new Delta variant of the coronavirus. Other people are saying, hold on a second. It's signs that the global growth, the global economy and inflation may have peaked already near term and and fears of China shutting down some of its credit growth. We're starting to get a little bit more of a flatter yield curve in the U.S. because the Fed is starting to get a little bit vigilant about fighting inflation. Okay, so over the next several, you know, and I've been talking about this, I've been telling people this for the last few weeks, expect volatility. And we had a lot of volatility this past week. You know, we're down several hundred points and then up several hundred points this week. We're going to continue to see volatility as the markets figure out where we are, not only on on the U.S. stage as far as expansion, as far as as far as the recovery goes, the sustainability of the recovery and how inflation's playing into that but as well as the global recovery, too, you know. So, so a lot of people near term are going to be grappling with, with the volatility, the lower yields. You know, another narrative on all of this, too, is when you take a look at, at developed nations, us, Europe, you know, uh, Japan, and, and, and different nations around the globe, our bonds, our government bonds, you know, are the highest sought after for two reasons. It's backed by the U.S. government and – it's got one of the highest yields on it worldwide, and when people start buying more and more of our government bonds, it pushes the price of the bonds up and the yield goes down. That's mm-hmm. part of the narrative as well, what happened here too. So, so you know, yields, uh, lower yields may signal that the, glo- that the global recovery so far uh, is, is not going to progress as smoothly as, as, as everybody thought because when in times of trouble you will seek government bonds – thereby raising the price, lowering the yield. In times of, quote-unquote, risk on, you're going to pull money out of the government bonds, Mm -hmm. which will push the yield up and into more riskier assets. So right now, that's sort of the market action that we had this past week. We are moving into the intersection of change right now. We're entering the intersection. Which way is is the road going to go? You know, are, are we going to go continuing to 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 expand and grow and create jobs? And is inflation going to be transitory and not a problem? Or are we going to continue to expand, uh, maybe not increase as many jobs, wages may not rise, and we still have inflation to deal with? Wow, that's 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 not a good good scenario. Um, nope. People were also using the word deflation this past week, which is worse than inflation. And we're not even going to get into all that <laughs> stuff because I think that was just wrong. All right, but we saw all kinds of people on television <clears throat> and in the print media and radios last this past week talking about all different scenarios. What if this? What if that? What if uh, this? What if that? Right, Chris? And, you talk you know, about the noise all the time, and that's uh, that's one that you have uh, going there very strongly right now. That's true. And, you know, I, I mean, years ago I authored that piece on the difference between financial fact versus financial noise. Mm-hmm. And you've got to break it all down. And, and really when you hear something, you go, well, wait a minute. Let me research this. What's the origin of it? Is there a slant on this? You know, and just kind of go from there. So, mm-hmm. But, you know, on, on, on a bigger note, okay, on, a, on even a more important note, the, the minutes of the, uh, the Fed meeting came out this past week. And um, – some people are talking about in, in the Fed FOMC committee now that, that they anticipate probably doing a tapering of their bond buying program a little bit sooner than they had anticipated. 
which for, on one hand says to the markets, hey, we don't need as much stimulus, so we're going to pull back a little bit of the juice out of the punch bowl, and the markets kind of go, oh, we don't like that. We like free, easy money, right? Okay, or cheap money, I should say. But on the other hand, they're, 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 they're saying, hey, you know what? The economy's a lot stronger than we thought at this time of the re- in the recovery cycle, and you don't need as much support from the Fed. Isn't that good news? Yes, that is good news. So, so that type of conversation is going to continue to produce volatility, uh, you know, as time goes on. So, so the minutes also showed that that a lot of the members of the FOMC realized and have acknowledged now that that uh, inflation is running a little hotter than they expected at this particular point. So they they still expect inflation pressures, however, to be transitory. Which is wonderful. In other words, they, they feel that inflation is going to continue to rise as we get into the reopening more and more, but then subside off probably sometime next year and not become a big problem, uh, which, is, which is wonderful. You know? so, so stay tuned for July 13th as well as in August, and we'll find out what, more, what the Fed has to say more on all of this stuff. But today, boy, it's, it, this past week, it is all about central banks in, in the market activity as far as that goes. You know, the market's at all-time highs. We'll talk about some of that today as well. So, you know, I always like to open up the show, Chris, with what's happening in the markets and the economy, give people a little bit of indication of what's going on down the road. Here's the deal. How, how does all this Wall Street and Fed speak actually play into your investing right what is what does all this mean to you in your portfolio does this affect your 401k your government tsp does it affect cd rates at the bank what about now this past week if i want to go finance a car or refinance a mortgage or buy a new home what happened to rates well they all dropped take advantage of some of this stuff but we're going to continue to see uh bond rates continue to be very very low for years to come Bank rates to do the same. Uh, we're, we're also seeing, seeing that, that risk on assets like the stock market. We're going to see some volatility. That doesn't mean that we're going to roll into a recession and everything's going to be going down. We're just going to see some up and down movements over the next handful of weeks. And the good news is next week we're going to start earnings season. Earnings season, second quarter of 2021, or we're going to be reporting earnings versus first versus second quarter of 2020. This earnings season is going to be the largest productive uh, growth earnings season that we've ever seen, Chris, uh, since, since World War II, pretty much so. It's going to peak, wow. so we're going to see some huge earning numbers. At least that's what the anticipation is, and that's going to be starting this coming week, so, so stay tuned. People buy stock based off the future anticipation of corporate earnings, and so it should be uh, some interesting times here. Now, now these, this, this bar is high. Some say it's low, but some say it's high coming out of the recession here. Uh, so it's going to be a fun quarter to really sit back and watch all this stuff. So that's what the markets are looking for. The markets are looking for clarity of direction on corporate earnings, inflation, uh, and, and we're getting closer and closer to all of this. So, so it's good news. It's basically good news. Mm. Just sit tight. Make sure your portfolio is well-balanced and you're accepting your, your risk-adjusted returns are in line with what your objectives are. So, hey, let's open up the phone lines. You know, it's Saturday morning, Chris. I love Saturdays because it's open mic Saturday. Any questions at all, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Check us out also on LarryRosenthal.tv. You can watch us stream live the radio show. 
from wherever you are, check us out, LarryRosenthal.tv on YouTube, and you'll see us streaming live the show. Give us a call. Let's open up the phone lines. It's Open Mic Saturday. Any questions that you have at all on retirement planning, the stock market, the Fed, taxes, inflation, your 401k plan, how to turn growth investments into income investments, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal, and we'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. in the back from Larry Rosenthal's Making Money Sense. Those of you who listen to Larry's show every Saturday morning know that sometimes Larry can go over the edge. Yeah, maybe sometimes. Well, Chris and I got to thinking, why not have Larry go over the edge for a cause? On Saturday, August 28th, Larry will go over the edge for helping Haitian angels propelling 14 stories down the side of the Hyatt Regency Tyson's Corner Center. Did you say 14 stories? He won't be alone. If you've got the courage, you can join Larry on this adventure. Go to helpinghaitianangels.org and click on the Over the Edge event tab. Learn how you can join Larry on his descent from 200 feet above the ground to help support Helping Haitian Angels as it continues to care for abandoned and orphaned children in one of the poorest areas in all of Haiti. Don't have the courage? Well, neither do Chris and I. (laughs) You got that right. But we can support Larry in his effort, and you can too. Go to helpinghaitianangels.org and click on the Over the Edge event tab. Be among the first to support Larry as he raises funds to help these Haitian children get a chance to succeed in life, just as you and I do. Go to helpinghaitianangels.org and click on the Over the Edge event tab. And while you're at it, say a prayer for Larry and the others showing more courage than Chris and I. I mean, we do this with Larry, but... I think we've got something going on that day. We just can't make it. You know, we both have to work that day. That's right, work. Work, that's it. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Glad you're joining us. 855-767-3123 is the phone number to call. That's 855-ROSE-123. To ask Larry Rosenthal a question here, live on the radio, coast to coast, and see the shining sea, Larry. Sure. Let's welcome Debbie on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Debbie. How are you today? Good morning. I'm well. Thank you. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Well, I'm uh, living in Alexander, Virginia. I have a wonderful townhouse condo, um, but I need to get something a little bit larger so that I can actually operate a business out of it. So I'm looking for a new home, and I want to buy the new home first and then sell my uh, townhouse. Uh, I just wanted to get your take on that. Uh, it was recommended to me to have a bridge loan. So, and, and I'm also two months within retirement. So I want to kind of get this done before I retire 
um, because I don't think anybody's going to give me any money after I do it. So, uh, and I'm going to get a good chunk of change from the sale of my townhouse. So, I would just like your thoughts, please. Debbie, it all comes down to to financing. You know, if if you're able to get a bridge loan and and the underwriter understands what you're doing and and you qualify for it, it should not be a problem at all. The only risk that you have is that you, you know, you buy your your new home, let's say today, and for whatever reason, and I doubt that's the case in this market right now, you don't end up selling your home for another month or two and prices drop. That's your risk. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, but but I, I don't see that happening in the, in this market at least right now. You know, uh, in the part of the country you're you're talking about. So, I don't see it being any any problem at all. Oh, thanks. And how about the interest rates? What what are uh, the interest rates going now for bridge loans? Well, you know, I, I, they they change all the time, and I, I would have to to get a, a rate sheet out right now to to answer that question for you. I don't know. I've got a mortgage person that I can refer you to, and he can tell you today if you wanted to. He'll give you a call today, uh, okay. for, for for that if you want. I'll I'll put you on hold, Debbie, and I'll have Bob get your information, and we'll send it over to Troy, and he'll give you a ring today with with rates. Okay, but I do know rates dropped this past week because of the bond market. So. Uh, could be a good time to could be a good time to lock in for yourself. But you know, as far as what you're doing there, you know, it's 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 uh, you know that that is the risk on what you're talking about. Uh, uh, you know, uh, delaying the sale of your of your current home now and then prices dropping and then buying the new home. That's the risk. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. That helps me a lot. Absolutely. I appreciate the phone call. Let me put you on hold here. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring, 855-767-3123. That's right. Yep. we got to have a song for that. I was getting ready to say line one. That's that's wrong, isn't it? Yep. (laughs) It's live shows. That's right. right. Nothing like live radio. There you go. 855-767-3123. Any questions at all, give us a ring. It's open mic Saturday. That's for sure. You know, Luke chapter 3, verse 11 this is such a simple verse and such a true verse. Uh, well, every verse in the Bible is, obviously. You know, but, but just stop and think about this for, for everyone out here. <clears throat> you know, um, Jesus answered, Anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none. And anyone who has food should do the same. And then in Acts, we see, we see it following up again in, in, in verse 20, uh, chapter 20, verse 35. And in everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the word of the Lord, the words of the Lord Jesus himself, saying, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. And think about pairing these two verses together as we go through this weekend. You know, maybe we can just do some random acts of kindness to, to family or friend or friends or whatever or, or strangers. You know, let's let's remember the, the 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 wealth, you know, the assets and things that the Lord has has blessed us with, blessed a lot of people, especially in this country, all oh, across amen. our country, yeah. you know, as as far as all that goes. So so keep that in mind. Keep in mind who owns everything and what our role is as a good steward with with the resources the Lord gives us. An so, extra dollar or two, uh, it doesn't hurt to go to charity or to some folks who need it. That's you know, yep. really important. 
And there's a lot different ways to give, too, with time, education, whatever it may be, Chris. But right. anyway, yeah. that's what we need to be doing is, is focusing our work for the Lord. So, hey, again, give us a ring. Let's keep the phone lines open, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We're talking today, Chris, a little bit about how to turn income into your pocket, how to turn money into your pocket during retirement years, right? You interested in this? Hey, because, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you are because <laughs> most people, they want to try to grow, grow, grow their assets, right? Grow, grow, grow their assets. But they get to a point where they say, hold it, and they put the brakes on, and they say, well, wait a minute here. How do I turn this these growth investments into income? I was speaking with a client of mine this week, um, and she was asking that exact question. She said, Larry, you know, how do we – how do we get income? And I said, well, you know, you just we just take it from the investments and put it into your checking account. She says, no, no, what's the mechanics? So do we change things? I said, oh, now I get it. Now I understand the question. And this is a, this is a frequent question, and we've talked about this. I, I, I talked about this several months ago on the show, but I thought today, you know, I'd bring it back again. It's a good subject. And, and how do you turn your growth investments into income? Basically, there's four or five different ways to turn income, to turn your investments into income, and here's the key, without selling any shares, okay? So stop and think about this for a second, Chris. You've got shares of, let's say, stock or shares of a mutual fund or shares of an ETF. doesn't matter. You own shares. Let's say you own 1,000 shares of, of XYZ position, and that position pays no interest or no dividend, no yield. It doesn't pay anything. It just goes up and down on paper, right? Well, how do you turn that investment into income? You have to sell off shares. So suppose you sell off, let's say, 100 shares, 10% of it. Now you only have 900 shares. Well, as time goes on in the markets, those 900 shares become more valuable a lot of times, right? Over time, the markets continue to grow, fair enough, all right? And, and, but now you have less shares to get your growth. So you're actually hurting your compounding versus if those 1,000 shares were paying an interest, were paying an income, were paying a dividend. Let's say the dividend rate, just to do math easy, was 5%. Because there's dividend rates out there anywhere from, from 1% up to 10 12%, you know. There's, dividends aren't guaranteed. It's at, at the discretion of the board of directors of the comp, company. But at the same time, you can have different stocks paying different rates of return as far as yield goes or dividends or interest, however you want to phrase it. It's called yield, right? So now all of a sudden you've got these 1,000 shares, and in this example they're paying 5% dividend. So that's going to be giving you 5% income each year. So you're getting that 5% income off the value of all these shares, and guess what? You're not having to sell any shares. So, so, so it's important to understand how to use different investments inside your retirement plan in order to generate income without selling off shares. And one of the ways is through dividends. And you can search the markets. There's all types of dividend-paying stocks out there. You know, the S&P 500, which most people look at, say, well, I'll just live off my dividends in my S&P fund. Well, guess what? That's paying about 2%. You better have a lot of <laughs> shares in there, <laughs> nope, right, in good. order to do that. Yeah. 
versus other stocks, you know, six, eight, ten, twelve, you know, whatever it may be as far as dividend rates go. Nice. And and so, so, you know, there's no guarantees to that. They could change from time to time, but there's a way that you can build an income production portfolio without selling off shares of ownership. Another way to do that is through what's called systematic withdrawal programs. And those are specially designed mutual funds where where you withdraw a fixed dollar amount each month. Let's suppose you want $1,500 a month to come in to cover whatever it may be. And, and so you're pulling that $1,500 a month out. And then every quarter, that mutual fund re- pays a dividend and, and at the end of the year possibly a capital gain. And you reinvest it right back in to replenish the shares that you sold off. Okay. So you're sort of replenishing the the ownership of your shares for yourself so that you can continue to have that same compounding effect over time inside your investments. But it's key to understand how to turn your investments into income without selling off the ownership of shares. Let's bring Michael on in Virginia as well. Give us – how can I help you today, Michael? Yes, I have uh, uh, 275000 in the IRA just sitting in the bank. But I'm only making a quarter of one percent. I don't know if I can switch it to another bank or with higher interest. I just don't know. Sure, Michael. So, so you are allowed to, um, you, you know, you your IRA can be moved from one bank to another bank or to different investment accounts. You choose where you invest that money. So the IRA is just sort of a, a titling of an account that says to the government, hey, treat this pile of my money according to the rules and regulations of IRAs. Then, Michael, you get to choose where you invest. And if you can find – if you like the safety and security of bank returns, then you can go ahead and move it to a different bank. And maybe another bank will give you – you know, instead of 0.25, they might give you 0.3. But rates are very, very low, and they're going to continue to remain low uh, as far as that goes. Now, now, what you have to understand is is that any money that you have aggregately, it needs to be outpacing taxes and inflation. And today, money and banks are not going to outpace inflation and taxes when you combine them. So you may want to explore on looking at some other different types of investments, but – Remember, the bank gives you that FDIC insurance guaranteed. So if you were to say, hey, look, I want to just take one step away from the bank, can I get a little bit better rate of return? Yes, you can, but it's not guaranteed, okay? So you really, gotcha. have, you really have to stop and say, well, look, well, what happens if I take, you know, just as an example, 100000 of the 275 that you said you have and move it one step away from the bank? Now maybe that 100000 is earning – Two and a half percent interest. Do you see what I mean? But but the okay. the principal may bounce up and down a little bit. Not much, but it may bounce up and down a little bit. Therefore, you can't use the word guaranteed. Okay, but but then uh-huh. you can say maybe I'll take another fifty thousand and make it two steps away from the bank, and that'll give you maybe you know three percent rate of return, three and a quarter percent rate of return, and the same scenario. So so you can still have the lion's share of your money in the bank, but maybe take a little bit of the money one step away from the bank and two steps away from the bank so that when you sit back and take a look aggregately on what the 275 is earning, maybe now it's all earning when you add it all up together one and a quarter percent. Do you see what I mean? 
So, so that's a way that you can sort of ladder out your rates of return while keeping the, the, the majority of it uh, guaranteed inside the bank. Uh, so, so there's a process you can go through on all of that. Um, but that's pretty much the deal as far as where the bank's rate of return go. The biggest picture is, is, is you know, if this money's retirement dollars, do you have enough of them in order that a small rate of return like that doesn't really matter? Or do you need to get an effectively larger rate of return? And if that's the case, then we need to examine where to reposition some of those dollars in order for you to get a better rate of return to make sure that your your expenses are being met during your retirement years. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, no. I was just wondering, you know, if there's anything else I can do with it other than making a quarter of a percent, but, like, just shop around. Okay, I got you. Yeah, definitely you can shop around. If you want, I'll have someone reach out to you and show you how to do that. You know, there's CDs all available all over the nation at different banks and, and, and different bonds and things like that that I just described. I'll go ahead and I'll put you on hold if you like, and I'll have Bob get your information, and then um, uh, we'll have someone give you a ring and sort of help you along the way there. How's that sound? Okay. That sounds good. All right, appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Hey, check us out on LarryRosenthal.tv. That's LarryRosenthal.tv. Right now you can check us out streaming live, the radio show. We're also putting together some webinars for for uh, September, October, and November. Stay tuned for the announcement on those. We've got a lot of good planning techniques that are coming up. You know, and 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 going to be market intense, portfolio driven, uh, uh, all designed to show you how to make the get the value out of your savings and investments that you want in order to enrich the relationships you have in your life. So we're going to be talking a lot about that coming up uh, in September, October, November. We sort of take off the summer with our webinars because uh, you know. Everybody wants to be at Chris's house in the, you know, <laughs> uh, with the barbecue in the backyard. So no, they don't. So uh, that's what we'll be you doing. You haven't tasted so, but... my barbecue. You're the barbecue man. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. don't want you don't want to eat my stuff. Oh, by the way, when you're out there on LarryRosenthal.tv, don't forget to subscribe or if you're on Facebook also because it helps us out. So appreciate you guys doing that. Sure, absolutely. Hey, Chris, let's uh, let's uh, keep the phone lines open okay. during this break here. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 
10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. Nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea. Call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Glad to have you back, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123, to talk to Larry Rosenthal, live here in studio and live on LarryRosenthal.tv and various different places. We're so glad that you're joining us. I was Just a quick question as we come out of this break, Larry. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier about you just deciding to jump off of a perfectly good building, and I was trying to figure out why you would want to do something <laughs> like that. You know, to I'm me, not I'm, jumping, Chris. I'm repelling. Okay. Well, Larry, you know, you seem like a sane guy. So I was just like, why would you do something like that? It's for charity. Oh, there you it's go. It's for charity. Yeah. You know how people, you know, they, they, they come and they say, hey, look, I'm going to ride my bike so many times around a track or I'm going to run around a track and, you know, sponsor me a dollar for each lap I run. Well, that's what we're doing here. You can go to helpinghasianangels.org, helpinghasianangels.org. And uh, we're raising money for, for an orphanage uh, down there that's that awesome. uh, we support uh, for for. Quite a while now. Um, so you can just check it out there, hha.org. What are you and doing to get in shape for this? Are you, are you, I mean, already in shape, but what do you have to do? You have to just well, put Chris, this is a gravity thing, you know? So I just have to have gravity work. <laughs> so maybe I'll eat a pizza before I do it, oh, right? There you go. And hold, you on to the, hold on to the rope, right? Hold on yep, to the rope. Exactly, exactly. But you can check it out, you know? So helpinghasianangels.org. You see Bob there on uh, Larry Rosenthal.tv. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all, not at all. We'll get some video of it, you know, but hey, you know, it's 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 for a good cause. There's yeah. going to be a bunch of us doing this and and it's safe. Um Oh yeah, it's, so, it's a great you know, thing, but it's, it's just thing. scary and that's just it. It's, you know, you want to see me get scared, there you go. So so we're we're we're, we're we signed up, we're going to do it and we're going to help out people. Good for um you. now I have an actually I have actually have a friend of mine who said, "Oh, I'd love to do that." You know, well, it turns out he was a, uh, you know, an all-American diver in college. <laughs> you know, he's done cliff diving and things. And I'm like, well, sure. you know, your, your, your a scaredness of this is a little different than mine, right? <laughs> that's right. So, but, uh, you know, we will not be talking about financial subjects on the way down. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about other things. So, but, you know, hey, we are talking today about how to infuse cash into your portfolio without selling off shares of ownership. Um, in order to get cash during retirement years and still keeping that, that magic compound interest tax-deferred growing for yourself. Another way is through uh, covered call writing. 
and and there you can you can just simply sell some options inside of your portfolio. Uh, you know, options spook a lot of people, but there's some very very uh, uh, conservative ways to go about doing that in the option market, and and it, it, it delivers cash into your portfolio. And a lot of people do these methods. So, so you know, you, you, the, again, the the lesson here today so far on this on this piece that we're talking about is, for many many years, your your portfolio has had the desire to grow, 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 and when you get into retirement years, now that portfolio has to grow and produce income at the same time. It's a big issue because you need the income off of the investments you've saved all your life for, but at the same time, you also need to keep the money growing for the next 20, 30 years in your retirement span, right? So, so it's a big issue both ways, and, and you need to know how to do that. The, the, the educated investor understands the importance of the deliverance of dividend-type income into your portfolio in retirement years while keeping the ownership of shares, allowing compound interest growing tax-deferred over time. And that's the deal right now. And this is where a lot of people mess themselves up. They have blind spots in their portfolio because they don't understand this. They just simply do not understand this. And, and it's very important to, to, to really do that. You know, hey, if you're retired or close to retirement and you want to take a look at, at how your portfolio is structured in order to accomplish both growth and income over 20, 30 years in your retirement years, give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. In addition to that, we'll also uh, I'll give you an evaluation on your portfolios to make sure that they're set up properly in order to accomplish what we're trying to teach here today. It is important. There's no doubt about it. Uh, so, you know, that brings us to another question, Chris. How do you decide what investments to buy? Where are you going to put your money? You know, what is your screening criteria when you take a look at things? You know, or, you know a perfect example right now is what I would call world regional exposure. WRE, world regional exposure. Coming out of the COVID crisis, you know, we, we, we saw actually China starting to rebound first. Now they're starting to slow down a little bit. The U.S. is still continuing to expand, and we are leading this expansion, the recovery, on a global st st stage. What nation or what region of the globe is still having trouble? What region of the globe is next to start their recovery, to accelerate their recovery efforts, Right. What regions are there? So you can take a look at, at world regional exposure. How are you determining where your investments are today? There's been all types of talk about, you know, hey, get ready for Europe. Get ready for Europe to start coming back. The ECB, European Central Bank, this past week said they're going to let inflation run a little bit hotter than they normally mm -hmm. ever have in the past to help try and juice up the expansion in their economy. That is a huge, huge change uh, in, in, in their uh, uh, dynamics over there. So is it time to start nibbling is it time to start putting money internationally and what world regions do you want to go into is this an emerging and, markets thing maybe the, well i'm not talking emerging markets right now chris i'm talking developed markets and so yeah. so when when you go to buy a mutual fund or an etf and it has the word international or global or mm. or something like that it is vitally important for you to understand 
in today's world where that fund invest because of the sporadic sort of quilt patch, uh, quilt work patch, if you will, um, uh, recovery areas around the globe. Some areas aren't recovering as well as others are right now. So, so make sure you know what you own. Make sure you understand what the parameters are inside that fund or ETF that you're buying that says international or global if you want some of those exposures. So understand how to screen for these different regions around the world. You know, what, what's another uh, uh, method to, to screening assets? How do you go about doing that? What about sectors? You know, right now we have, we have rising interest rates. We have low but rising inflation. We have corporate earnings accelerating. We have jobs being produced. How does that play out to the different sectors? Does that mean I should be buying money in the financial sector? Or should I be putting, putting investments in the tech sector? Or should I be putting money in uh, utilities? Or consumer discretionary, consumer staples. What you know? What what areas of the economy, what sectors of the market do well in those parameters? And then what happens if something were to change? What happens if inflation is worse or not as bad? Right? What happens if inflation is Goldilocks? It's just normal, not too little, not too much, but just the right amount. How does that play off? How does that play out, I should say, in your investment criteria? What is your discipline approach to screening the different investments? What about screening a mutual fund, for that example? That's another whole scenario. You know, we're talking about sectors and allocation weights to, to, to uh, regions. What about the screening of a mutual fund? One of the first things you might want to look at is the, is the manager's tenure. How long has that manager or that management team been in place? And what is their track record, right? What is their track record compa compared to the index that they mark against and, more importantly, to their peer group? What is their track record? How does it compare against all of that? You know, another problem that we have in screening mutual funds is looking at the potential for capital gains exposure. You know, so, so there's, there's, a, there's a list I mean, there's a list of 25, 30 different items, if you will, of, of, of different ways to go about the selection process. That, that's a good way to, to put it, Chris. What is the selection process that you make? Are you just buying a mutual fund because it's got more stars than another fund? That might not be good, okay? That's been proven to be a mistake a lot of times over the years because you want to you want to go to where the puck is going to be you know you you want to you know if a you, you if a baseball player is tracking down a high fly to center field he's running towards where the ball is going to land right you know we need to we need to buy these investments to where the markets are going based off of the economic criteria behind it all you know what's the potential for taxes and capital gains exposure inside a mutual fund if it's in an IRA it doesn't matter but if it's outside of an IRA, it matters in a large, large way. So, hey, I know I'm going on and on. I can talk a lot all day long about the screening process. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because of the what I call the intersection of change. This time block right now, July, August, September, when we're going to be finding out where inflation stands, 
what the Fed's true position is, how the Fed is changing its position right now, how corporate earnings are going to be coming in, uh, the debates on taxes as well in our country. So we're, we're getting into this intersection of change right now. So understand, know what you own. If you want to get a copy of how we screen investments, then give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 one, two, three, or simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Shoot us off an email. Be happy to send you out the screening criteria list. Uh, we'll send you out one of them anyway on what we use as far as screening mutual funds, looking at the yield of a fund, the sharp ratio of a fund, the style drift of funds, the alpha, the beta, the downside and upside capture of funds, all different scenarios inside of this for you to be able to screen how you select your mutual funds um, and then sectors as well as that and stock exposure and ETFs, should you overweight or underweight, just different things like that, Chris, just on and on. It's, it's important now. I'm telling you, volatility uh, in the summertime here with, with what's happening, expect a little bit of it. Hold on. It doesn't mean that you sell. Uh, you know, and, and, and uh, in a panic mode or anything like that. The economy's expanding, so, so we need to work through these coming weeks here. You know, banks are starting off next week with earnings, and, and uh, should be some good numbers coming out as well. So, hey, give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. we back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Hi, it's Bob in the back from Larry Rosenthal's Making Money Sense. Those of you who listen to Larry's show every Saturday morning know that sometimes Larry can go over the edge. Yeah, maybe sometimes. Well, Chris and I got to thinking, why not have Larry go over the edge for a cause? On Saturday, August 28th, Larry will go over the edge for helping Haitian angels propelling 14 stories down the side of the Hyatt Regency Tyson's Corner Center. Did you say 14 stories? You won't be alone. If you've got the courage, you can join Larry on this adventure. Go to helpinghaitianangels.org and click on the Over the Edge event tab. Learn how you can join Larry on his descent from 200 feet above the ground to help support Helping Haitian Angels as it continues to care for abandoned and orphaned children in one of the poorest areas in all of Haiti. Don't have the courage? Well, neither do Chris and I. (laughs) You got that right. But we can support Larry in his effort, and you can too. Go to helpinghaitianangels.org and click on the Over the Edge event tab. Be among the first to support Larry as he raises funds to help these Haitian children get a chance to succeed in life, just as you and I do. Go to helpinghaitianangels.org and click on the Over the Edge event tab. And while you're at it, say a prayer for Larry and the others showing more courage than Chris and I. I mean, we do this with Larry, but... I think we've got something going on that day. We just can't make it. You know, we both have to work that day. That's right. Work. Work. That's it.
you've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. Thanks for joining us, 855-767-3123, to talk to Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert right here in studio. Larry. Sure, Chris. So, you know, one of the blind spots, well, there's there's nine different blind spots, nine different reasons people fail financially in retirement. And the number one reason is procrastination. They just procrastinate, right? They you know, now, now, I've never seen you procrastinate at anything. Yeah, let's so, just wait a while so, on that. You know. The jury's out on that. <laughs> We'll wait. We'll wait to see if you procrastinate, right? right. <laughs> there you go. You fell into that one. Yeah, That's pretty yeah. good. Okay? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good, definitely. So, you know, but procrastination is one. Procrastination comes in all forms. And, and one of the biggest reasons that people procrastinate when it comes to their financial planning, their estate planning, uh, is that they're just intimidated because they don't know. And, and I encourage people to get education. You know, go, visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on our resource tab, our articles tab, our library. There's just a whole bunch of information out there, you know. And, and, and if, if there's a subject that we're talking about on the show one week and you want to get information, just call the office and we'll be happy to send it out to you. We, we've got packets of information that we send out all the time to people all across the country. So procrastination is something that, that, is, that, that comes about as because people just don't know what to do. You know, and, and, and it's kind of like, you know, when, when we go to the, uh, I don't know, to the store and you get analysis or paralysis through analysis. You know, you're, you're looking <laughs> for that right shirt and you, you can't find it. And you just keep looking. And anyway, you're all frozen. But, but that's, that's one of the issues that, that has to happen with, with uh, financial planning and education is, is, is you need the, the proper education to be able to do it all. So. Uh, the next one is failure to set clear financial goals. The failure to set clear financial goals is kind of like, you know, a, a, a racetrack driver running around the track. You, you don't know where the finish line is. How many laps are you going to take, right, until you ultimately run out of gas and you go, oh, well, gee, I could have stopped this 40 laps ago, right, and enjoyed, you know. So what are your goals? What are the goals? And let me tell you, when it comes to, to financial planning and goals, it's a very interesting dynamic on, on how we see people actually doing this. And I'm speaking from years and years of experience in working with clients at all different socioeconomic levels in all different industries all across the country. And we see anything from, Larry, I want to retire as soon as I possibly can and get out of the stress job. But I'm willing to work, you know, um, in, in a relaxed type of an atmosphere, part-time to, to cover, you know, entertainment cost or food or whatever it may be. I don't want to just sit on the couch all day. But at the same time, I'm tired of the stress job, and I'm willing to retire from the stress pressure job earlier, take a small part-time job. Uh, and then I've seen the other extreme where people just continue driving, 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 mm-hmm. and they're in their 70s and st- still and going. 80s and still going. Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with either one and or anything in, yeah. in the middle. That's exactly right. That's my point is there's nothing wrong with either scenario. Not at all. It could be fulfilling okay. to work part-time maybe at you know, Home Depot selling screwdrivers or whatever. Or 
That's exactly right. Or continuing to work in your what people call your stress job, your full mm-hmm. occupation job that you've yeah. been trained for all these years. You know, so, so there's nothing wrong with it. But my point is understand what your goals and objectives are. Understand why you want to do what it is you want to do, okay? And then build that financial plan to meet those goals and those objectives. Understand what you're, you know, a lot of people, Chris, will continue to work because that's where they get a lot of their social activity. Uh, you know, and, 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 and fulfillment and stuff like that. And whereas other people say, nope, that's not for me. I want to spend time with the kids or grandkids or church activities or on the ball field or whatever it may be. And yeah. so you should see the financial plans, all the different things that over the years that we've put into financial plans on what people want to do. Sometimes right? they just want to work so they, they're not lonely. I mean, as you get older, let's just be honest, let's be frank. You can be lonely unless you're interacting with people. But, yeah. That is correct. You know, uh, you know, there's there's been all kinds of studies out there. You know, who are you going to have lunch with when you retire? Yeah. What about the maintenance on your home, your cars, you know, lawn care, things like that, right? Uh, you know, I'm going to be 85 years old climbing on the top of my house. That's what I'm going to be. I just want <laughs> Good for you, Chris. <laughs> I can see do. that, too. I yeah. can see that. But too. I'm not yeah. jumping off buildings. I'm sorry. Is... No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But, you know, I don't know. I think we should get uh, some phone callers in here to, to, to dominate you to, to repel <laughs> with me. Oh, I, I think oh. that that could be the deal. What do you think? think? Rope, should we give Chris the day off? I don't think they make a rope strong enough. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know? Yeah, they do. I'll hold the rope up top for you. How's that? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> There's an idea. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, but seriously though, understand what your objectives are. Understand what your time frame is, and and what your goals are. And then also make sure that you understand how money works during retirement years. You know, everybody understands compound interest growing over time, but once you introduce withdrawals and you start pulling money out, the math changes. And it's very important to make sure that your portfolio is balanced and doesn't have a lot of volatility in it when you start withdrawing money to support your income, to supplement your income needs in retirement years. So sequencing of returns, systematic withdrawals are important as well. And that's one of the reasons people fail financially is they don't understand the rules of money once you introduce a withdrawal rate into your portfolio in retirement years simply because the rules change. You know, if you're withdrawing money in a down market, not only are you taking that percentage out, but you've also dropped in principle as well. Your hurdle rate to get back up to where you were is a lot higher. You know, people think, well, if I lose 10%, I just need to make 10% to get back. No, that's not how the math works. You need 11 to get back, okay? And then if you add an, a 4% withdrawal on top of that, now you're down 14, you need 16, 17% to get back. So, so it's, it's, you know, the math is very funny when you start to do that. And this is one of the reasons people fail financially in retirement is they don't set up a proper distribution method with investments working in a coordinated manner to deliver tax-efficient income from reliable sources to supplement retirement income. And, and that is a big, big, what I would call financial blind spot, if you will, for people in retirement years. Understand how this works. It's, it's very important. If you want to get a copy of our financial planning toolkit, that will help break this down for you. Give us a ring, 855-ROSE123, or simply go to our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Check us out on LarryRosenthal.tv as well. Sign up for us. 
our newsletters, if you like, on, on our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Follow us and like us on Facebook. We'll send you out some articles from time to time to, to, to uh, do everything, uh, or not do everything, but to uh, share educational materials with you and, you know, kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I know, see, Chris, we just got a minute left in the show. So yeah. I just want to, you know, just continue to break down what we've been talking about here today. And I'll stay in studio and answer any questions that people have if you, if you want to give us a ring here now. But, um, you know, uh, again, understanding and applying our tax laws. The IRS views our money through four different tax lenses when it comes to investing. And when you're in the three phases of financial planning, the accumulation phase, the distribution phase, and the legacy phase, the distribution phase, what we've been talking about here today, how to turn income into re- how to turn investments into income is important. And that's when taxes really hit people hard. So understand how to minimize those tax exposures as well. So, hey, listen, for Bob in the back, Bob, appreciate you answering all the phones today and and helping out there again. And Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next Saturday with another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Until then, have a wonderful, safe week. Uh, God bless, and we'll see you next Saturday with Making Money Sense. 